Hey, Exchange family, this is Exchanging Stories. He gave me time to learn who he was. And I think that was really because I never knew how to exchange my shame and my guilt for his sacrifice. Hey, Exchange Church, I hope you're well. Uh, Today on our episode of Exchange Stories, we've got Jenny Anderson. Hey, Jenny. Hello, hello. So if you don't know Jenny, uh, Jenny is our uh, kids, children's ministry director at Exchange, right? That's right. Since January of this year um, in a part-time basis, but working probably more like (laughs) full-time and uh, just keeping us um, really sharp in children's ministry. Uh, but some of you maybe uh, maybe you don't have kids at Exchange or maybe uh, you, you know the name, you've seen emails, but you, you don't know how to put a face with the name or who goes with Jenny. So Jenny, tell us a little bit about, if someone doesn't know you, know your crew, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and the crew that follows. Yes, so my husband, Drew, uh, long hair drew yeah. usually has a backwards hat on and then I have a we have a 10 year old little girl um, not so little anymore Ellie we have Ben also long hair backwards hat yes everyone thinks it's like miniature Levi yeah so if you yeah, see yeah. one a kid that looks like little Levi that's my son a little ben. bit brighter blonde blonde hair that's yeah. right that's yeah. right and then our little Lainey uh, she is six typically and hugging your leg always yes <laughs> or any yes either one that's true <laughs> yes and uh you guys have been at exchange since like year one right like just a little bit before our first anniversary i think yes i'm pretty sure we were there when y'all were celebrating the first year yeah and we- fun fact like so i mentioned this the other day as we're promoing um like our july 4th I remember the July 4th meeting Drew as he's pushing probably at that point Ellie in a stroller, I would guess. It was a triple stroller. It was a, oh, no, it was a double stroller. Double yes, stroller. Yes, okay. Yes. So Ellie's riding somewhere, Bennett's in the back or yep. something. And I am pretty sure okay. Lainey was in my belly. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, and so I, I remember you guys walking by and just having a great conversation with Drew. And I think it was just a few weeks later you guys showed up at Exchange. And, yes. Um, fought through the crazy awkwardness of a 900 seat auditorium <laughs> right and it was incredible yeah. actually because yeah. people knew our name yes we're, we're like, which just could be intimidating totally and, yeah it was very intimidating but then the second week everyone still knew our name we're like oh these these are cool people okay yeah. all right well maybe we'll keep coming well i'm glad you did i'm really glad Me you too. did um and so I think our, our children's ministry has has felt the the full weight of your passion uh, over the past few months. Tell us something that uh, like excites you that you just love about children's ministry at Exchange, particularly. I love crafting the lessons and including like shaving cream. Yeah. We have water balloons coming yes. up. I just, I see their faces light yes. up when they learn that like what's coming this week or what's coming next week. Yeah. And there's always goodies to give out. I mean, it's, I love that they're just getting fired up about coming on yeah. Sundays. And then of course they're getting spiritually fed in just beautiful ways by our own community. And that yes. just, that gets me, that gets me going. Yeah. I'm sure like you dreamed of children's ministry for years and years <laughs> before you were put into that role. Is that right? I definitely did not see myself landing here. Yeah. I it was 
just something that, I mean, I happen to have a large volume of children in yes. kids ministry myself. Yeah. And it was just a need. You know, I saw a need and I, I wanted to be part of a solution. I wanted to help our church grow in that yes. manner. So. Well, you're leading the solution. And like, you know, with, with without being, um, you know, too humble here, Jenny has completely transformed our children's ministry within months. And so we're really, really grateful that you're doing that. I think it's been awesome. It's been a joy. So um, probably, I don't know, in 2014 when you guys came to Exchange, uh, you probably didn't see yourself there as, as children's ministry director. No, did you? I did not. No. So uh, tell us a little bit, you know, for those who, who maybe don't know you at all or know part of your story, you know, your mm-hmm. Jesus story. Give us, give us the, you know, we'll just start down this runway together and, um, you know, you come into exchange, where were you at that point with the Lord and like, what's, you know, what's motivation for coming on Sunday morning? Like, you know, what, what's happening? Yeah. You know, Drew and I were growing a family and we both grew up in the church and really, we just knew that that's what we wanted for our kids. We we really had no idea what it would evolve into and how we would grow in our faith in you know, after coming to exchange, but we just knew we wanted our kids to, to know God. I'll put it like that. Um, we just, we knew that that structure was something that we valued in our childhood. We, we wanted that for our kids. Yeah. I mean, that's really how it started. Yeah. So that's like, that's a motivation. I think that, you know, it's, it's kind of like this step forward, right. wanting, wanting a good, maybe moral life for your kids. Exactly. Like acknowledging mm-hmm. God creator. And, um, so, so you're there maybe like you grow up, you grew up in the church, you have a knowledge about, about God. I did. Right. Yes. Um, I went every single Sunday for 18 years. Yes. That's pretty impressive. I don't know (laughs) if I I can say that about myself. I mean, I'm just, I got grounded if I didn't go. So, I mean, we, we really didn't miss a beat. Okay. So, so you kind of took some time off of church and then started the family and then said, right. okay, like I want this for, for yes. our kids. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. We wanted that for our kids. And so at that point, where are you at with your personal relationship with Jesus? What does that look like? I was hungry. Yeah. I was really hungry. We had, we'd been going to a really big church, um, before we had moved, just no one knew us. No one knew if we weren't there, if we were there, you know, it was, kind of a step in the right direction, yeah. but we, we just weren't growing. And the Lord knew that, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, by us coming to exchange, we would just be able to see people who were growing in their faith and we would be encouraged in our faith. And yeah. it was just everything that we needed to really launch into walking with Christ. Yeah. There was uh, a moment. I remember you telling me this, we've talked about this and laughed about it quite a bit, but, um, I can't remember what Sunday it was. It wasn't long after you were at exchange, uh, you had to Google a word, right? And it was a really big church word, right? <laughs> it was one of those words that the seminary uses uh, a lot. And, yes. um, you know, like you have to look in a theological book, right? What's the word? I am the girl who had to Google grace. Yeah. When I came to exchange, you know, I, I actually love that story Yes, because it means I that we too. were talking about it yes. in ways that maybe didn't make sense in, in the world. Well, I grew up in a very liturgical church. And so we used all these words, but we never unpacked them. And so it wasn't until I came to exchanges. I, I wanted to unpack these. We're like, what, right. what does this actually mean? I mean, I'm going to need to, I need to Google this. Yeah. I probably should have asked someone, but right. I, it still was a step in the right direction. Yeah. Well, you know, I think honestly, I, I love that part of the story because, um, 
you know, for a lot of reasons that one that we're, we're using a word grace in in a way that doesn't seem so churchy right, yeah. that you, you don't care to know what it means. Right. Um, but also that it's, it's something that you desire. It's like something that, that you, you want to dig into the yes. roots of what that word yes. means. Exactly. And I, and I think also one of the funniest stories of exchange is your baptism. I would also <laughs> add to that too. Um, My so, boiling baptism. Yes. So it was in the winter time. It was. And we were concerned that the water was going to be too cold. And someone who will go nameless here, um, <laughs> you know, brought like a, a, a hot water pressure washer that we were uh, circulating the water, you know, in and out of. And so at, at every circulation, it was taking warm water and making it warmer and then hot and hotter. And they said that like, I'm going to go, you know, midway through the service and cut it off, check on the temp. And so I I remember as I'm coming out after the service, uh, he comes up beside me and we, he tells me that he has not checked on the water temperature. So, which we got out there and it was something, you know, it was like something like 120 degrees or something crazy, you know? And, And that was, I can't remember what month was that in? I don't know, maybe November yeah, it was, or something. It was cold. It yes. was really cold. Yes. And so we had the exact opposite problem of what we thought we were going to have in, in that you didn't freeze. I did not. Almost cooked. I did. <laughs> yes. Almost cooked. And so uh, that was that's a good memory. And then lots of great things since then. Uh, but I, I wanted to talk about like kind of your journey uh, to, to faith and in faith. And, and as you... As you journeyed closer to Jesus, learning, learning words like grace, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that come along with that, right? Like as you learn what grace is, you also learn your need for grace. Yes. Right. And how to apply it. Yeah. Yes. And so it's, it's not just like this word that, that comes with, you know, it, it is, a, it's a really good word. It's a really good promise. But even with that promise, the the promise of grace implies the need of grace. Yes. Right. And so I think, you know, in, in some of our conversations before, that was a struggle, right? Like learning learning what that was and learning what what Jesus allows, you know, in that relationship with him. And yes. That journey to him could be difficult too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, would you would you care to to take us on that journey maybe I'd, a little bit? I'd love to. Um, so I spent you know the better part of my late teenage years, early twenties, just completely living for myself. I walked away from the church. I indulged. Um, I, mean, I was totally sucked in the vortex of culture. Um, mm-hmm. I made some really poor choices when a lot of them really quite, quite frankly, a lot of them and they just compound and you live in that really in that filth for years. You're just kind of caking it on and layering it on. And so, uh, when I was 18, I had an abortion. Um, the world told me it was okay. You know, I didn't actually didn't tell anybody. I knew it wasn't okay. Mm. I really knew that. I thought if I just didn't talk to people about it, I didn't have to deal with it. And so I buried it in a time capsule Mm. and I walked away from it um, until I landed at exchange. Mm. And as I am Googling grace and learning what it means and seeing people um, actually 
show me what Jesus looks like, like how he thinks of me and what, how he sees me and I'm applying what I know. I started to realize I needed to dig up that box Mm. and I needed to give it to the Lord. It was a whole lot easier to give him some simpler things, right? Yeah. Than it was to go get my shovel and dig and dig and dig. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, one of the things that, that you've shared with me before is that you, there's a moment where you prayed that the Lord would let you forget that. I did. And I I think that's like, I mean, honestly, like I can imagine that's a, a a very genuine and healthy prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, God, if you've forgiven this, then let me forget it. Right. You know, but I never actually repented for it. I had never handed it to him. Mm. I actually tried to earn his favor for quite a while. And what so did that look like, <laughs> well, um, I tried to do all the right things. I tried to be perceived as a good person. I volunteered at the women's health center. I donated to moms in crisis. I mean, all those things are, mm-hmm. are good things. Like, donating and caring and walking with people, but I didn't do them for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. I did it like as a penance that I needed to pay or something because I, I really thought that that's what I needed to do to make amends. Sure. But that's because I didn't understand the full weight of what he had already done for me that he could have to, he took my shame and he walked when he walked out of the grave, but I just didn't exchange it yet. Oh man. Yeah. That's good. Jenny. So like even, uh, there's so much there, um, even like that, that Christ defeating that shame for you and, and literally like walking past you in front of you with you holding that yes for you. Yes. Even before you've asked them to carry it for you. Right. Yeah. And just points to how good Jesus is, yes. right? Like, and so, but that process of also acknowledging that, that, that there is shame there yes. that needs to be carried. Yes. I think is a tough one to do, right? Like you said, like to get the shovel out and yes. dig at, at this point, what, I mean, at least 10 years, at minimum yeah. 10 years, 10 Both. years prior. And the, and the easiest thing to do, right. Is to, to leave it buried. It, yeah. It's in the past. We can move on. It's in the past, but right. I just knew it needed attention. So you, you told me, We've talked that that for ten years you you told no one about no this. one yes. no Drew obviously is the only one who knew yeah and so I mean I mean that's not just like a secret right like that's this deep seated like part like yes part of you that in some ways I think the Lord we've talked honored that to where it lets you move on from that and in certain ways for a season for a season like before before that like breaking down again right you know yeah he gave me time to learn who he was and i think that was really because i i never knew how to exchange my shame and my guilt for his sacrifice like these are just massive concepts that you just you hear about, you read about, but I didn't know how to apply it. And I think he just gave me 
that season to forget so that I could grow in my understanding and my depths of what he had done for me and what his massive sacrifice looks like Goodness. so that I could take that really heavy weight. Yeah. I mean, that was massive. It's yeah. accumulating yeah. year over year over yeah, year yeah. Yeah. and that guilt and, and like fully take it yeah. and it never haunt me again because that's what only he can do. Yes. So let me, let me ask you this question. We've not talked about this. So, um, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't, I don't know the answer to this. So, um, so as, as you're growing in your relationship with Christ, you know, like we're teaching, I don't know what, what book we're in the Bible at that point. Is there moments like at church you're sitting there and overwhelmed with guilt or are you like, um, kind of shown grace again? Like, how did that feel? You yeah. know, like, as you're trying to figure out Jesus, Jesus on this and where he's at, are you also trying to figure out like, where's, where's like my community at on this? Or like, you know, you, it's a, it's this, uh, muted part of your life for a decade. Right. Right. And there's thoughts, there's emotions, there's conviction. Right. You know, like what, what's your thoughts sitting in the services at that point? Honestly, I don't ever remember feeling guilt or shame in service. I, I, you know, it's just tidbits each Sunday that I use to accumulate the truth Mm -hmm. that like the Lord wanted me to surrender this. He wanted me to fully repent for it. And I don't have to carry it. He didn't want me to carry it anymore. I don't remember feeling guilt or shame. And, you know, we really circled ourselves around community. And I knew once I got to know these people because they they know who Jesus is. They, mm-hmm. you know, they study the scripture. Like they lit, they try their best to live like Jesus. And I just knew that when I was ready to share that truth, like I would be received by nothing but love mm-hmm. and kindness. And I, I knew that, but I was still scared, you know, yeah. you still are fear. And I remember the first time that I shared it with y'all actually, um, Drew and I were sitting around your fireplace and I shared it and it was, I was just overwhelmed by the kindness and love and compassion. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, had I silly girl didn't know any better. If I would have just started telling the truth long ago, people could have helped me get there faster, but I just harbored it myself for so long. Well, it doesn't seem right. You know, like I, I remember hearing a song long ago, like a passion song that talked about, um, it's your kindness, Lord, that leads us to repentance. Yes. And I remember the first time that I heard that song and it didn't make sense. Like I, I, I kind of went back to scripture and like, it was that? like, that's the opposite. It's right. your wrath. You know, it's like, right. it's being fearful of you. It's right. you being like, uh, <laughs> we are about to be smited by you. Mm-hmm. And that's what leads us to repentance, mm-hmm. you know? And then I remember searching out scripture and it's like, no, it's, that's what Jesus says. You know, it's, yes. it's the kindness of God that leads us yes. to repentance. And so I, I, I love that, that sitting at exchange, being part of the community, you, you weren't overwhelmed with grace because I, I not grace, guilt, guilt, because that's not, that's not from the Lord. No. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that guilt and that shame is not from the Lord. No. I think the only time that I experienced that when I was just in the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so to experience that grace, that kindness that leads and leads to repentance yes, and leads to healing. Oh, the scars are evidence of the healing. Yeah. You know, that is just, I, I 
one of my continual prayers, you know, I prayed forever, like, please help me forget, help me forget. And literally my prayer for the last 10 years has been, help me not forget. I Mm. never want to forget because the weight of my sin exchanged with the weight of his sacrifice. Like I I know what it cost, right? And I am eternally grateful for it and just blown away that you're never too far gone, right? And everyone always said that, you always hear it, but like, you you, know, you just think you're different. You're like, oh, now my situation is definitely different. Like people can't look at this and think that I'm worthy to attend church or right. to know Jesus, but that's not the truth at all. No, <laughs> I think that's the lie of the enemy. Absolutely. You know, that's, the, I think as long as he can keep whatever buried, buried. That's right. Whatever fearful, fearful. You know, I think that's where he keeps us away from Jesus. It's as if like he tries to construct this idea of Jesus for us. Yes. That's literally like the antithesis of who he actually is. Which is so tragic, but so true. Mm -hmm. So tell me about what's that moment like? Was there a moment or was that a progression where you like opened your hand, you dug it up? And you gave it to Jesus. It was a moment, actually. So I had started asking questions uh, just about repentance. Like, what does it actually look like? You know, Mm -hmm. what do do, do I have to do? You know, I just wasn't quite Mm -hmm. sure. And, And I just started studying scripture about what, you know, how he forgives us, you know, as far as East is from the West. And so I actually was in Psalm 103 Mm. and I just let it go. I I just bawled my eyes out. I, you know, just thanked the Lord that he was willing to exchange that for me. Um, My heart was just exploding that like I didn't have to carry it anymore. Uh, I fully surrendered that. I praise the Lord for my new self, this new, um, this new version of me. Yeah. Uh, and I like, you know, it says who the sun sets free is free indeed. And I'm like, wow, this yeah. is so freeing. That yeah. weight, that baggage was heavy yeah. and the enemy used it to drag me down for too long. And so it was just this really sorrowful yet joyful moment where I'm like, this is yours, Lord. And yeah. I am so thankful for your undeserving grace. That's incredible. Yeah. Have you ever looked back? I mean, has the enemy ever tempted you with despair and guilt again? From you know, day? actually, and we haven't talked about this, but no. when I first took this role or when y'all were asking me to do it, I kind of was doing it because we just, you know, we wanted to get kids ministry rolling. And then it was like, hey, can we give you a, you know, a, actually pay you to do this and give you a title? And I was like, I don't want this title. Really? What is, can we lock you in? <laughs> right. Can, can you keep doing this? Yeah. So it was like when... When that, it was like, wait, whoa, whoa, I'm not, I'm not worthy of that. Like I am just a broken, messy person. I have, I've got a past, you know, you can't, you can't put somebody in kids industry who's a broken mess. And of course the Lord dealt with me on that. Um, you know, we're all a broken mess. And so thankfully you don't have to walk in that forever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say that's the only time that he yeah. brought it back up. I really was walking freely and the enemy, he tried, but he tried, he didn't, he, tried. he didn't succeed. I think he tried hard on that. Um, because he knew what you would be doing in kids, men. That's a good point. And I think, um, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a part of our story, right? Like many of us, um, 
I, th- I think have have those things in our life where we're tempted to ask for forgiveness multiple times you know and it, it, and that's the thing that I love about repentance is that if we've asked a second time we've asked one time too many mm-hmm. you know like Jesus, yes. Jesus literally takes it from us yes and frees us and I think sometimes you know like in our own world with our own guilt we feel like we need to penalize ourselves yes. or, or you know like you know, live differently or talk differently or refuse roles that the Lord has for us or right. places that he has us to serve feeling like we don't deserve it. And the truth is none of us deserve it. Like right. none of us exactly. deserve to be used by him or forgiven by him. That you know, that's right. That's grace. Yes. Right. That's yes. mercy. And so I think, um, I think the Lord is going to use that, you know, as part of your story and, and really, you know, including others in that I think is, really brave you know it's something that honestly like you know once we speak of these things it's easier i think for the enemy to bring them back up in our lives again Mm -hmm. but it's also an opportunity for jesus to be magnified again in his forgiveness again amen grace again you know and so he wins you know He he wins so if you're talking to someone as we kind of wrap up, as you, if you're talking to someone who m- might have one of those uh, buried pasts, yes. you know, that th- th- we all have stories and we all have pasts, right? And so I think maybe they've they've buried a part of their lives that maybe, um, maybe they'll never tell another person. And that's okay, mm-hmm. right? Because some of these things don't need another person. Right. They just need Jesus. If you were going to say like, hey, here's how I'd encourage you. You've got this weight in your heart of this part of your life. Here's how I'd encourage you to to move forward with Jesus. Yes. What would you say? I would say just start asking. Just start asking questions. You know, how? How do I do this? How do I do this? What does this look like? Help me. Um, I just didn't ask enough questions. I took a really long time to gather my own understanding. And I just wonder how much faster I could have accomplished that had I had the humility to ask some questions. We have an incredible community full of really wonderful people. And I would just encourage them to cozy up next to somebody, open your Bible, buy them some coffee and just start asking questions. Mm. Yeah. What about that that conversation with Jesus? What would you say to that person that might be just, you know, like maybe they just don't know Jesus in that kindness way. Yes. You know, maybe maybe the father figures in their life, you know, right. were uh, very often disappointed or very hard or whatever it might be. You know, there's a million reasons why some people might have trouble believing that Jesus will meet them with grace. Yes. What would you say to them? It's laced in the scripture. It's everywhere. It is not hard to find. Mm -hmm. If you just take the time to be with him, he Mm -hmm. will tell you and he will make it very evident. Yeah. Trust him. Yes. Just trust what he says. Yes. Jenny, thank you so much for sharing part of your story. Really, thank you for... uh, Allowing exchange to have the fingerprints of your story on on our kiddos, um, the love of children, the grace of Jesus, um, I think is something that all of our children will walk away from because of you. And I'm really thankful for that. 
So thank you for sharing your story. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Exchange, I hope that you're able to walk in this story with Jenny. Uh, I hope that you lean into your own story uh, with Jesus. And we'll see you next time on Exchanging Stories.